Morning, everybody. Welcome to Kafaru Cast. Uh, I'm your host, Aaron Snyder, with your co-host, Frank Peralta. What's we up? have two special guests this morning, uh, Luke Cadillo from Gladiators Unleashed and Joe Dirt from, what's my call? Uh, no, just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, Luke's cameraman's got some long, he's got a uh, business up top party in the back going on. What did make you choose that hairstyle? Uh, baseball. Baseball. baseball that makes sense totally. he's got the randy johnson going he does yeah. you do kind of look like randy johnson but how tall are you he's got some link does he walk you into the ground Luke? Hey, you know what they say about <laughs> tall guys too <laughs> <laughs> they can hike really fast <laughs> uh, is he a fast hiker yeah he I, I definitely would like to see him hike with you gotcha well yeah we'll have to i told him my money's on you aaron <clears throat> i did <laughs> I did. I didn't lie. I said, he goes, I just would like to hike with him. I'm like, go ahead. I don't want to. There's one guy, uh, Aaron. What's his last name? Oh, shit. I don't know. Aaron Pick. Aaron Pick. Dude, he's built like you. He's got a 37-inch inseam. And the first time we hiked, I, I beat him where we tied. But he was having a full conversation with me when he got to the finish line. I couldn't feel my teeth. <laughs> and then. Uh, he, he runs six miles a day. And, and then I got back, like after the fourth time, I got back and I told Amy, I was like, there's something wrong with that guy. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, look, I don't get out hiked. He's special. Like, <laughs> he's got a 37-inch inseam. He likes pain. Uh, yeah. And he's a runner. Yeah. And I'm like, there's something different with him that I've never, like you kind of, you said, Justin, he's just special. Yeah. Um, well, it turns out he's got one of the fastest 10-mile times in the history of the United States or something, right? Yeah. The guy's just a freak show, but he's, nicest guy in the world. He's the opposite of me. <laughs> I'm totally the opposite. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I think we're. What are, you, are you guys hunting anything this weekend? Yeah, we're gonna actually. I'm gonna run. Uh, I got still got a Colorado buck tag here. Uh, I'm gonna run uh, tonight and tomorrow hard, and then I'm taking off for Nebraska Friday night. Dang. And uh, I got a whitetail that I got a I got unfinished business with. So, what's your strategy for that whitetail? Are you gonna get out there on a, like a, a calm day and listen like for it to go ow? Ow. Every step. <laughs> well, uh, I'm actually hoping that there, there's a there's a farmer out there cutting corn on a combine. Yeah. I could just sit in the back of that thing and mow them down. That's like uh, that's like the Nebraska drive by. I yeah, think is what it's Yeah, Nebraska drive by. You're gonna have to throw them arrows though. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm telling you right now, if uh, breaking mirrors seven years of bad luck, I'm hoping I'm I'm, I'm about done with this whole bad luck deal. Um, I mean, elk elk literally just beat beat us down this year i mean the only good thing about it is i lost like two pant sizes <laughs> um, um that was kind of nice my wife liked that part uh but i mean it, it was just hard on me i mean we got into them didn't have a shot and you know it's, it's just one of those things when a camera you know me filming these hunts now it's like when you turn the camera on it, it just goes south <laughs> real fast you know what i mean it goes south real fast but that's the way it goes, and um, I'm, I'm ready to keep moving forward, though, because I'm not a quitter. Did you guys get any rifle hunting in? Yeah. You and Justin, so, right? Yeah, so I had Gaethje out on a... Well, um, before we go into it too much, you own Gladiators Unleashed, which is uh, mixed ex-mixed martial arts fighters, and current. And, correct. And, well, and Justin, he just won... He got his title back, correct? Yeah, he. so he's he was the former champ of a World uh, Series of Fighting. It's a different league. And then he got his big contract to fight in the UFC. 
And he had his big debut to fight the number five guy. And he knocked the piss out of him. So two days later, we get done with that fight. We get called back up to Vegas to be coaches on the Ultimate Fighter show. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was a horrible time in Las Vegas for six weeks. Yeah. I mean, I I love Vegas. But only, <laughs> only in moderation. Only for like two or three days. But six weeks of living up there. Um I bet it took three years of my life. <laughs> it, it did. And anyways, but so he got that and, you know, he's he's just a rising star right now. I mean, the guy is unbelievably gifted. I mean, he he gives a new meaning of retard strength. Yeah. And um, you should have had him with you, Frank. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah, I right. wouldn't. I just watched. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, in fact, yesterday I had to do a little bit of sparring with him and, you know, I, I'm nowhere near in fight shape, but. He's lack of partners because he keeps hurting them all. Oh, yeah. So he's actually flying out tomorrow night to go to Las Vegas to train with more fighters and stuff. But So I had to gear up with him yesterday, and I swear to God. I did thought, he beat the shit out of you? <laughs> I thought my spleen was outside <laughs> of the front door. I did. I was like, oh, God, what, is it? what am I doing? But it's still fun. I miss it. People ask me, like, do I miss competing and fighting? I'm like, no. When I do, I just gear up with the guys, and I'm like, yep. Mm-hmm. I don't miss this way of living anymore. Yeah. I saw um, on your Snapchat when uh, Matt was cutting weight, man, that looked brutal. Yeah, yeah, that's the part I really hate. Yeah. I really hate. It. I think that was the hardest part is uh, cutting weight. What are you I weighing mean. in now? You've you've lost some weight. So, you're not you're not fat by any means, but I mean you. I'm pleasantly plump now. You're short. You're short for your <laughs> short weight. For your weight. <laughs> I mean, Master Splinter sometimes eats too much pizza when he's training the. Ninja they like turtle. to feast over here. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, a lot of things um, has changed. Like uh, my weight, for one, uh, I became a dad. So I, I'm going to blame that. Uh, actually, I, you know, when I was fighting, I was fighting at 155, and now I'm I'm walking around a good. Uh, Shit, the heaviest I gotten was like a two fifteen, I think. I remember but, that, but I think I was trying to lift a lot more too, though. Mm-hmm. You were but, bulking. Yeah, I was in the bulking phase Carb uh, for winter. <laughs> but anyways, I'm I'm about down one eighty right now, mm-hmm. and I feel way better, way better. So a lot of the fighters that you take hunting, are you introducing them to hunting, or are a lot of the guys already hunters? Uh, a little bit of both. Yeah. Uh, depending on what kind of hunt it is, if mm-hmm. I'm doing uh, a backcountry hunt. I'm I'm trying to take a seasoned guy because I've learned my lesson last year that you know it's not the Ritz Carlton out there. You know I'm like man, this is nice, and they're like it's too cold out here. Dude, I remember when we were in Montana and we were setting up our mega tarps, and Ian Berg was like, "Dude, what the hell? You guys are gonna sleep on the ground?" I'm like, "Yeah, dude, it's just it's just the night." And we uh we 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 later found out there were grizzlies roaming camp and yep. shit. And we we're like, "Oh my god!" But. Yeah, they were like. Yeah, they're just there's a, there's a few pre Madonnas. The there. first time I met Ian, half the shit fell off his bow while we were shooting. <laughs> Literally. So, so I mean, me and Aaron have known each other for what uh, five six years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm I'm just gonna say like there was no holding punches back when me and Aaron met each other. <laughs> it was it was good fun, uh, and I think that's kind of why we get along to this day. Uh, he just kind of took me in, and I had no idea really who he was, and how big he was in the outdoor industry and and obviously um he didn't know who i was because i was just an average guy who just grabbed a bow and i really didn't know what i was doing <laughs> yeah you that, that yeah that was at no limits yeah archery yep. yeah no and i've you i think i told you when uh the gladiators when you came in and you were trying to uh come out with it 
I'm like, man, I, I don't know if you're going to make any money or not, but I, I like you. So, yeah, we'll sponsor you. <laughs> and that is the honest to God truth. And to this day, that has been the easiest conversation I've ever had with the company. <laughs> <laughs> Your guy, you're the dude you were with didn't like me at all. Oh, yeah. That was a nightmare, too, in the story. That was his name. Can uh, I say his name? His name was Matt. I don't forget his last name, but I'm telling you, man, this whole this whole gladiators thing, learning how to be a host and, you know, Filming shows has been one roller coaster after another, and I think after my third year now, I think I'm I got I got it down to what I really need to do, <laughs> yeah, and what I don't need to do anymore. Yeah. Well, I like I like paying attention to what you guys post and everything on a personal level because I mean, let's face it. Like I said a little bit ago before we started, if you just I fought some. But yes. if you just threw me in, if one day I woke up and said, hey, I want to fight an octagon, and you threw me in with Frank Mir tomorrow, I'm going to get the fucking shit kicked out of me, right? <laughs> right. Uh, and that's what you kind of did. You went from fighting to, hey, I'm going to make a hunting show, and there's a learning curve to it, especially. Yeah, you should have told me that. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to tell Matt that. He looked, I'm like, hey, I can do whatever, and he's like, we don't need your help. I'm like, all right, I'll still pay you. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. an idiot, right? Uh, I should have just slapped him then because I needed all the help in the world. <laughs> well, I, 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 unless I'm remembering correctly i remember saying hey i can help you guys out with this that and he looked at me like we don't need your help and i was like all right cool whatever man yeah. you called me later like don't worry about that guy it's no big deal i'm like yeah i don't care man whatever he was fired two weeks later <laughs> <laughs> well i mean i don't have to do as much video i mean i'm a i'm a photographer but um knowing what i know working with brian and the gritty bowman and him trying to get stuff on film um I always have the camera out, but it's taking pictures. But like, uh, you know, on the goat hunt, for example, um, trying to film that you would have epic B roll. But when I shot my goat, we, I, I don't, I don't know how you, I don't think you would have got out there. Like the cliffs we got yeah. on, went over this glacier. We got on these cliffs, like a couple thousand foot drop. He's holding on to my feet as I'm looking over the edge, trying to find this goat. I'm holding on to his belt because he's he's built like your your cameraman, and I'm holding on to a boulder, holding on to his belt so he can lean out and see if he can find this goat. And, and Roger has no fear of heights, but it's two thousand foot drop, yeah. and I'm pulling him back in. He's like, I don't see it, and I'm like, okay. You're not quite as big as I am. I'm going to lay down and you hold my feet because uh, I think that <laughs> is oh. the safest bet because we were trying to find it. We didn't get mine on video at all. We probably could have when it finally it was um, it, it was uh, basically when it laid down, he wasn't getting up. And finally, when it did get up, if we could have had a cameraman out there, we could have got it where Brian's we ended up shooting that and got it on film. But I would have not passed that goat up if, if, if your cameraman said, Hey, I don't have it. I would have been like tough shit. Yeah. <laughs> that same thing happened last year, uh, on an elk hunt in New Mexico. My camera guy wasn't on the, on the bull, the herd bull. There's a literally 300 cat elk running right by me. Yeah. And I'm like, you on him? <laughs> you want him? No, no, no. And I passed this big old six by six and I should have just shot it, but I'm always trying to think camera first and, then I eat last, <laughs> you know. Oh Lord, that's funny. Well, what hunts have you done this year so far? Um, we've done a couple elk hunts. Uh, been uh, what are we do? Nebraska whitetail. Done a muley ear hunt here. Um, a lot of my hunts start now after December. In December, I'm gonna do a muzzle loading hunt. I'm gonna do another archery hunt. Uh, I get to go shoot a buffalo. Actually, what free range to Tonka. No kidding. <laughs> Tatanka, yeah. So this guy um, at my buddy's cabin, he lives down 
uh, in Del Norte, Colorado, and he uh, he has buffaloes in his prairie, and um, he goes out and he goes, hey, you want to hunt one of these things? And I said, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, well, it, there's there's um, either you buy the meat or buy the hunt. Yeah. And I said, well, what's the cheapest? <laughs> I said, what's the cheapest? And he goes, well, um, how much meat do you want? I said, well, a lot of it. If yeah. I'm going to shoot it, I want it all pretty much. He goes, well, that's about three grand. And I said, uh, what's the hunt cost? He goes, well, I don't know. What sounds good to you? Uh, 250 300 bucks. And I said, <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> oh, Lord, that's funny. But I t- I, so I told him that I'm going to I'm gonna actually buy the buffalo anyways from yeah. him. Yeah, so, it's good. Yeah, it's good, healthy. So Yeah. And then I'm going to go down to Texas, uh, shoot a whitetail down there. Maybe some pigs, too. I love pig hunting. Yeah. You guys went down to New Zealand a couple years ago, right? Yeah, last year I went down there and spent a buckload of money down there and uh, – <laughs> Um, shot a stag with uh, T.J. Dillashaw and uh, Chad Mendez. Uh, shot a couple rams and yeah, that trip was crazy. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. It was pretty epic. And you know, it was crazy because I was listening to your podcast with Patrick, and he said that New Zealand was on his List. horizon. And you know, coming like me just stepping in the outdoor thing, and I went out there and did a New Zealand hunt. But I'm I know why now. Yeah. My pocketbook is broke now because I did <laughs> that New Zealand hunt still, you yeah, know. Yeah, But, yeah, it, it was fun. I would definitely recommend it. Yeah. Well, we had booked a, a New Zealand hunt for me and Patrick, but his knees were bugging him. He's wanting to get a handle on that. So we actually had canceled it for Shammy and Tar uh, with a buddy I know, free range, you know. the uh, Like you get helicoptered in, dropped off for a couple of weeks, and then yeah, climb all awesome. over the mountains. Uh, and we'll probably do that here at some point. Um for sure, we Patrick went on a moose hunt with us this year while we were hunting goats, and then uh, he went up to uh, try and hunt grizzly when we were on our moose hunt this year. But he um, <clears throat> um, basically the weather just sucked, and yeah, he wanted to come down here and shoot an elk, so he he bounced and, and headed back down. But yeah, the weather's the worst. Yeah, yeah, that'll do you in for for sure, especially on a backpack hunt. Yeah, it's rough. So uh, so which what fighters do you have fighting out of your camp right now? Um, so we just had Matt, Matthew Lopez fight on uh, uh, UFC uh, Virginia and uh, for, for the troops, you know. It was Veterans Day weekend, and uh, that was pretty cool, man. I uh, got to see some of the boats and ships, the Navy stuff down there. and uh, But he just fought, and then next week, uh, or two weeks, December 2nd, we have uh, Justin Gaethje. He's fighting uh, Eddie Alvarez on two, UFC 218 pay-per-view. And that's in Detroit, so I'm really not looking forward to that trip. Yeah, you're gonna have to tape your money to your. Yeah. To your I bus. mean, it, it's like I mean, let's let's keep it real. It's Detroit; it's the ghetto, and nobody. It's like <laughs> cold in December, you know. So it's just like it's not gonna be fun. It's like the, the triple threat. It's a trilogy yeah. of pain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so when you guys when you guys did the coaching thing for the Ultimate Fighter, um, you guys had women, right? Yeah. We Was that a, the first time they had a w- women division? Yeah, one twenty five or yeah. yeah. So um, that's why I got a lot of gray hairs in my head. And, and, uh, no, it was actually it was actually pretty cool. I mean, I, th- I honestly think the girls were a lot easier to coach than some guys because you know you get some of those guys at that level they already know it all. You mm-hmm. know, so yeah. And then, well, you uh, you tra- like your gym's open for anybody can come in and join, right? That's right. I mean, we have anybody. I've been begging uh, Frank here to come in. 
to work out. I mean, after he took that licking the other day downtown. See, Frank, it's because you're brown. I don't get Nobody invites all, me to go. All I took was a shoot of the eye, man. That's all. So he's like, look, I'm being serious. I need to come down and learn. I said, I told you this two years ago to come down and work out with me. Well, dude, when he, uh, Dan Whittington was picking on him, he came back and I was showing him like the head and arm, a wizard, um, yeah. umplata, but all day. And he was like, I'm going to, I'm going to fuck him up when I see him now. <laughs> we were out in the street and I was try- trying to throw him, like shoot in a double leg. And anyway, and, uh, like pass guard to like what to do. And, uh, then one other day when he had the black eye, I'm like, I don't think any of that stuff. <laughs> it's hard to remember that shit when you've had about 15 beers. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's hard to remember. I don't drink anyway. So that is. was my problem. Dude, that's one thing I would say fighting is, uh, um, uh, perishable skill as far as if you fight you can always fight but man that reaction time of knowing what to do immediately as it's happening that's perishable you, i don't th- i don't you don't remember it as quick um and i haven't i haven't fought other than with my girlfriend since like 2007 or 8 but uh it's just not there like it was yeah. i mean it's just even not me. I, yeah. even me i've been retired what three years now and it's not, it's not where I left off. <laughs> I, I tell you what, like when I was getting after it, and I've told Frank this story, we were um, in a bar, and my buddy and I, he's much like he's very accomplished, probably not going to get beat up in the bar. We're picking on everybody. Right. And uh, this is back in my drinking days. And uh, two big Mexican dudes came in the bar, and I'm like, bud, get on the clock. We're going to get our ass beat. He's like, what? I'm like, they came in for a reason. Somebody called them. I'm like, you don't show up at a bar at 1230 looking like that. They're looking for us. I'm like, sober up. And, and, and literally in the first five minutes of them being in there, me and this other big Mexican dude are toe to toe. And, uh, and I'm not a great boxer. I'm a ground guy. And I hit him with everything I had. And he took it and he was like, is that all you fucking got? And I'm thinking, yeah, that was everything I had. And you took that like a man. Like by your drink. Oh, good Lord. And then I ended up, thank God, choking him out. Um, he was on something. And we left. Like, I was, I thought I was going to get shit kicked out of me, right? So yeah. we got out in the parking lot. And my buddy's like, oh, man, he's coming out. Wait. And I'm like, wait. Ain't no waiting, man. Get in the truck. I, I can actually claim victory right yeah. now. I'm going to get the shit kicked out of me by this guy. And, and any more everyone's into MMA so much. Yeah, the chance crazy. of you getting your ass beat are pretty high because um, people are, are training so much. Yeah, it's nuts. Like, I, I watch my kids' program, the yeah. kids that are like, I don't know, third graders, fourth graders. Yeah. They know the stuff that I barely knew at the end of my career. Yeah. I was like, what the heck is going on? What are we teaching? I mean, it's nuts. Yeah. I mean, and the average Joe is doing it. Yep. So you don't really know who, who to do it. I mean... Obviously, Frank's not the, the person. <laughs> anyway, oh, speaking of speaking of bars, remember in, in Montana the little fiasco that went on down there? Oh yeah, that would have been awesome if it really would happen. Uh, well, let's hear it. I, I've heard it, so and I think it's hilarious because I mean, in the reality mm-hmm. of things, if you're born or raised uh, an alpha male, in my opinion, you're sizing up pretty much everyone everyone. A- everyone that comes in you're, you're i could take him or oh i need to I, i'm gonna have to focus right and and i've said that before about different guys where i'm like no i'm not kidding man if, if that dude and i fought i'd, I'd have to grab like a, a bat like he's gonna take me i'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah. of it um and and you you and then there's people raised differently where it's not in them right they're yeah. not they're not fighters or they're not whatever um and and i think that um because how old are you now I'll be 37 next week. And I, I'm 40, almost 41. Yeah. 
So when I was a kid, fighting was pretty normal. I'm from Oregon. You didn't, there wasn't a lot of trouble or whatever. And it's kind of now weird because there's more fighting training, but you get in a hell of a lot more trouble for fighting now than you did yeah. back then. Like we'd cruise the gut and beat shit out of gangbangers yeah. and shit. Nothing would happen. I mean, I had some assault fours as a kid when my mom had to pick me up from like a holding cell before I turned 18, but not a big deal. Yeah. Got in a fight in a school, you might have Saturday school. Yep. Now, you know, you get in a fight now, it, it, it's you, like you took a shot at someone. It's yeah. it's totally different. Yeah, it's totally on your record forever. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, I know. <laughs> it's definitely changed. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That whole that whole Montana thing was it was a great time. That that shoot, uh, I brought what I have like four or five of my guys with yep, me. Yeah, yeah. Um, all fighters, obviously. And we go in this bar because that's what we do, <laughs> right? And Frank's there with us, and uh, we're having beers at this table, and it's kind of a low key bar. It's dead. dead. We're the only ones there. Like we're we're like, all right, well, it's going to be an early night, and then right about eleven o'clock, it was uh, PBR going on. Yeah, all these cowboys, bull riders started showing up, and it just got placed. So we were like, yeah, yeah, this is kind of cool, you know? Yeah. And so we're sitting there. It's been a long day, man. We're all dehydrated. These guys are pounding beers. I had drank two beers and I'm like passing out, tired. And uh, all of a sudden this kid starts smoking a cigarette at the bar. And the bartender said, get the F out of my bar. <laughs> the kid's drinking water in a, in a plastic cup. He walks off from the bar and he throws the, the cup at the bartender and a piece of ice hits Drew. And me. And, and you, you didn't say anything, but Drew fucking lost it. <laughs> <laughs> he threatens to kick this dude's ass. And the, the head cowboy comes up and he's like, hey, man, we're cowboys. We'll beat your ass. And he's like, oh, really? <laughs> and he points at everybody at the table. And he's like, he's in the UFC. He's in the UFC. Points at me. He's in the UFC. I'm like, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> Just go with it, bro. Just and the guy, the guy goes, the guy goes, well, I got 20 cowboys outside. I'll go get him. And Drew's like, all right, go get him. <laughs> and dude, literally, it was like the Matrix when all the Agent Smiths come into that courtyard. Fucking cowboys start pouring in, uh, and, we're, and we're like, "Light them up!" And uh, I just remember Justin Salas was amped, and uh, later on that night, he was like, oh, "I was gonna bite that dude in the fucking jugular." <laughs> <laughs> so, so everyone's you know everyone's getting ready to fight, and then um, the, what for whatever reason the, the cowboys just backed off, and we ended up taking off. But you guys were amped the whole entire night. Yeah, uh, was, we're back at the camper; they're just reenacting the I, whole I thing. I remember. I remember looking back at Frank and I said hey hold my wallet and this phone and I said just stay back and I said you might want to record this shit <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I'm, I'm kind of glad that it did happen though because there would have been a lot of cowboys not making the road yeah I, I think tomorrow. they bit off more than they could chew on that one they yeah. didn't really think you were it was funny guys because when we got outside and I was ready to grab one hey man we used to train too man maybe we could train tomorrow and I was like shut the <laughs> oh lord that's yeah. funny so yeah. yeah but back in montana though i did beat you on one of the yeah courses, one out of three one out of three though i made a lot of money that weekend yeah <laughs> you're actually the only one who paid up though which was cool oh that's funny <sighs> yeah those long distance shoots that'll definitely that's a good way to uh if you're not prepared for him when you walk into him, it's yeah. uh, speaking really of which, my guys were not. Yeah, remember Ian? He was like, "Dude, I've never shot past 50. <laughs> <laughs> the close targets there, seventy. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I think the kids' uh, dinosaur, <laughs> the, the uh, kitty range is down below. Oh man, and, and him and Ian are going back and forth, and I'm just laughing my ass off. And you got it all on film; it's just hilarious. Yeah, it's it's definitely no filters on yeah. a, on my show. 
Definitely. Who, and Ian's a great dude. He's just he's just funny, man. Who's the other guy? I got along with him. Tall white Kyle. dude. Kyle. I yeah, like. He always Kyle. asks you about you too. Yeah, Kyle's yeah. funny. Super funny. I mean, he's. I, I remember him and a, a few other MMA guys came in to um, No Limits, mm-hmm. and I recognized Kyle because he was with you. I think one of the first times I'd met Probably. you, and uh, man, they were funny just listening to him. Because I mean. The chances of someone kicking the shit out of them for acting a certain way are pretty slim, and they know that, right? <laughs> so they're at the range, and, and me being a people watcher and, and uh, liking comedy, you know, but laughing, they're over there, I mean, saying dumb shit. It's hilarious. I mean, they're not being mean to anybody, but what they're saying, I'm hanging back like, I'm not even going to shoot. I'm just going to sit here and watch these guys, and <laughs> yeah. they can't shoot for shit either. Yeah, we can't uh, shoot for nothing anyways. Yeah. I'm done proving that four years later. <laughs> <laughs> I just think I think I panic when I see an animal. I think that's my my thing. I, my, I get like buck fever, man. I, I think what it is, and we've talked about this a lot, because Brian had wounded some animals this year. and Yeah, um, which happens. Yeah, um, and uh, Joel Turner has that iron mine hunting where I think he missed or 17 elk in a row or it took him 17 years to kill one. And now he's got it figured out on your brain or whatever. I think one of the main reasons um, that uh, I don't I say I don't miss, but very rarely I don't generally miss. I, as Frank would say, I send it. I shoot everything I can shoot legally that I see, meaning grouse, squirrels, Sometimes illegally, actually, like last year, season wasn't quite open. Um, a squirrel. <laughs> yeah. Shot a squirrel before, like five days before season started. I thought it was open. But even just shooting rocks at 100 yards, or I just shoot all the time. And I've been on hunts where I could shoot 20, 30 does, right? Where I'm, yeah. just, I'm just laying down arrows. And you get more and more and more comfortable. And as you can imagine, like the first time you go into the cage, you're pretty yeah. freaking amped. And then later on, you're amped, but it's more of a controlled... Um, I, I guess you can say you're more controlled or you know what to expect. And I think uh, a lot of that's just trigger time. I mean, just flat out pulling the trigger. I don't, I don't have iron mind coaching or whatever. I mean, I don't, I can, I can keep a guy calm when I'm beside him, but trying to keep a guy's shit together is almost impossible when the adrenaline's pumping and everything else. People forget to look through their peep site and can't remember what happened. Nick Schmidt, he sent arrows to Jesus three times. He didn't even get his <laughs> bow drawn back the whole way and hit the trigger this year. I mean, I think he claimed a technical, uh, like a mechanical uh, failure, but what kind of, I mean, this is explicit, but if it was raining, I, I better not say that one. I will get in trouble for that. Um, but fail three times. Yeah. What kind of equipment were you running, son? Something happened yeah. and it wasn't the equipment, but uh, I, it's just hard to, to hold it together. I mean, it, it is, there's no way around it. I mean, you're about to take an animal's life that's weighs, you know, Two, four, six, eight hundred pounds, whatever it is, it's it's uh gets the heart rate going. Wasn't there a like a YouTube channel or something where the, the two guys both missed an elk and they both blamed their release failure? Yeah, was that Gladiators Unleashed? <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny. Oh, oh Lord. Well, uh, where are you at this year for stats? I know you've been laying them down. Oh yeah, I'm uh, <laughs> definitely laying a lot of arrows in down with no blood on it. I mean, honestly. We just went back to Nebraska. We killed some uh, some does back there. Man, it's been a rough season so far for us. And uh, hopefully this weekend changes. Uh, I've noticed that the rut's picked up a lot more. The guy that I've been talking to, they're still moving around. Um, yeah, it's it's just been uh, it's been tough. I'm I'm just trying to, you know, punch my tags now that I have. <laughs> it's it's been 
like elk season, I, I almost want to start rifle hunting with elk <laughs> <laughs> because I, I'm just I'm just done with archery right now. I, it, it's it, tough. It can be super super frustrating. I mean, the camera is a whole another problem, and yeah. it always that's never going to change. And I mean, and if you're if you're diligent on getting it on film, you're Hey, you're going to not be able to shoot. And I, I can tell you right now, you and, and Kyle and Ian could all be sitting on top of me. I'll still get an arrow off. <laughs> I mean, I'm still going to shoot. As, as Brian told the guide, if Aaron has decided to shoot, it is like stopping the ocean. Nothing will stop Nothing that will man. Stop that. No talking or whatever. I mean, and, and, and the, the guide was like <laughs> laughing and Brian's like, I'm not kidding. <laughs> It, he'll, that's, that's, it could be a forking horn if he's decided it's going down. He's going to get it. And I just, Brian's gotten frustrated at me. Did you film it? No. <laughs> well, could you? Probably. I just didn't turn the camera on. I wouldn't worry about it because it's just not my yeah. thing, right? I do the I photos or whatever. And you've got at least one guy all the time on all the camera. Time. Yeah. yeah. Which and, is in the office right now. Yeah. I mean, and, and Trevor actually just moved down here from Oregon. He actually. Where at in Oregon? Full time. Uh, Bacon City is where I grew up. Holy cow. I'm from Detroit Lake originally, which is kind of right in the middle, not too far from Sisters. Uh, so you're not going to fire that one? you can keep him? Yeah, I'm keeping I'm him. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely keeping him for a while. He, plus, uh, you know, he, he actually gets it. He likes to hunt. He actually does. He does a lot of shit hunting and stuff. And um, I saw that. I've been paying attention. His dog finds a lot of yeah, sheds. We're going to bring that dog with us this spring, by the way. <laughs> hey, so this dog comes over to my house, and, and I'm... They're hanging out, and I'm like, God, oh, man, that's a cool ass dog. Yeah, he's kind of just hyper. He just wants to play. I'm like, man, this guy is way more energy. He just went shed hunting, and he could still hop it around, whimpering. Yeah. Well, little did we know, he had to take a dump. Oh, <laughs> he goes over the corner, and takes a dump at my house. And I'm like, ah, oh, Trevor, come on, man. Oh, Sage, right? Yeah. Sage did cardio with us the other day. Sage was wound for sound. We went up to Fire Road. Didn't didn't slow Sage down at all. He was at yeah. the top, still running in circles. Amy brought her dog and. Who else? Lori brought a dog. It was like a dog day. Everybody had their dog that day. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Why don't we ever see you at cardio, Luke? Yeah, Luke. Why well, don't we see you cardio? Well, it's usually because I'm, I've, I'm ready to beat you guys up to the top and I come down. <laughs> I don't find that to be correct at all. No, you can't, you can't flex not. cardio. It's that's fa- that's it's probably a it. false advertisement right there. <laughs> um, you know what? I, I need to start doing it. I mean, right now would be a good time for me to do it because um, I'm, in, I'm in pretty good shape right now. <laughs> it's usually when I... I start back up is like when I'm the worst shape ever and I try to do it and I kill myself. I'm just not a hiker. I'll admit it. I'm I'm a lot of things. I'm good at punching people, <laughs> kicking people, fighting, you know, missing animals. Yeah. I'm really good at that. Uh, hiking is not my cup of tea at all, man. And, you know, I, I give it to you guys because, like, you guys are like my little superheroes, honestly. Like, well, growing up, like I was like, oh man, that fighter's awesome. I want to be like him. Now that I'm in the outdoor industry, I'm like, damn, Aaron's just killing it. You know what I mean? Like, and look at Frank. You know, like Frank's my little Mexican uh, buddy. I, I like Frank. So I'm the I'm like the, the I'm like the milk spot in a bowl of ink <laughs> yeah, anymore because we had Isaac Ailman on earlier, uh-huh. Hispanic. Yeah. Uh, invited Frank. You invited Frank to go train. Yeah. I'm like the white guy that hides. I'm like a mushroom. I'm well, in the closet. Honestly, you're never shit. around, Aaron. Come on now. You're never around. <laughs> I've been in here numerous times and I've never seen you. I'm like, oh, we're there now. British Columbia. Oh, damn, must be nice. Oh, we're there. <laughs> oh he's out whitetail hunting or whatever. Yeah. Like, damn. I do get to hunt a lot now. Well, I don't think uh, people realize um, 
uh, well, I mean, where'd you, where'd you talk about your upbringing? Mm-hmm. Are you inherently wealthy? No. Yeah. You, I mean, you, you raised fighting, right? Yeah. Um, I think people sometimes get the idea your parents had money. That's yeah. how you got the show. In my case, my parents don't have any money. Yeah, um, yeah. Work construction. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, I mean, you fought since how old? Shoot. Uh, shoot. I was fighting for my life. Oh, my <laughs> belt. <laughs> uh, you little bastard I, started fight, my, I took my first amateur fight at 18 years old yeah, yeah legally when i could literally do it but i was a wrestler my whole life you know so i did that but yeah definitely not wealthy and everything I, i've done it's because i've i've done it you know everything yeah. i got is because i went out and do it you know now for sure <clears throat> but yeah it's uh <laughs> me watching you guys's post and stuff like that it, it honestly is motivating because I know, obviously, I can get better, but everybody can get better. I just need to learn. Maybe I stink (laughs) or take more showers. I don't know. I don't know what it is with me and the animals this year, but it's just we're not going head to head, so. We'll have to go. I'll have to go with you. Not that I'm the be-all, end-all expert of hunting, but it's interesting sometimes what you pick up doing with different guys. I mean, the one thing that that I've never fucking quit – persistency like till the end is a huge one and then capitalizing on the opportunities you have because in 10 days you only may only have one and if you don't capitalize on that one that and a lot of sometimes that's shooting like you said if you shit your pants shooting sometimes that's what'll be the problem other people don't glass there's always you know different things that that happen um i mean a lot of these hunts we go on um are like the poor man guided trips now because we can't afford to go on anything super crazy and so um it's a lot like a public land hunt. Yeah. I mean, we're still like, uh, you know, up in BC, uh, we literally went in and, and, um, I mean, we basically shot the, the goats we found and there was a lot of climbing involved and I missed the one, uh, the first day. And I told Bart, I'm like, dude, if I don't get on another one, it's on me. I, I screwed up. And it was a shot that I, I probably shouldn't have taken anyway, just cause of some variables. But I, he's, he literally, he was like, Oh, don't worry about it, dude. We'll get on them again. Not a big deal. Uh, cause you, he said a lot of his clients just give up after the first stock and yeah, we just kept, kept going and eventually, you know, panned out. And, and, uh, that's generally for me, if you can stay in the fight, I mean, you're I stay in the fight, but if you can stay in the game and keep your head in it, you're probably going to be successful. And, and that's kind of the approach I took this year. And maybe that's why it's been harder on me is like last year we went on a couple of private ranches, uh, uh, whatever whatever you call it but this year we kind of just did all public hunting and wow it was a game changer yeah it's tough you got to literally put your miles on and and we got into them i mean anybody can do it but it's just it's way different when you know you're not going on a high fence ranch or anything like that you know it it was way different and i wouldn't change it honestly um so that that was the difference for me this year is um and finishing the year out is I'm doing it all public this year, pretty much. I mean, Nebraska's private. You know, you got, I got to know a couple pri- uh, ranchers that have farmland, but that's it. You know, it's still free range. Yeah, I'm supposed to get out there with you in December. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully I don't ditch you like last year. Yeah. What happens in December? Can I go? Yeah, I'll take photos. Go. Me and – is it Trevor? Yeah. There you go. Me and Trevor can take photos. And then since he and I can hike real well, we'll be talking mad shit in front of you. <laughs> Maybe not Frank. Frank can move out. Frank about got me the other day. <laughs> uh, my teeth were hurting. I felt like puking. I didn't eat that morning, though. Thank God. How Part of the problem is, is you guys? I could be his fucking dad. I got to focus to stay away, uh, ahead of the young guys. Because how old are you? 
<laughs> yeah, dude, I'm 40. I could be your dad. Yeah, you definitely. Yeah, so I mean, it's like in the back of my Amy always says, "What's going to happen when you don't finish first? I'm like, I'm not quite certain. I don't know what's going to happen. Know right? Gonna happen. I, don't I don't think know, that's right? going to happen anytime soon, though. You're usually beating well, everybody back you guys 100 yards. Mountain a week. We, well, right now it's only two or three times a week or one time a week, but there for a while it was every day. Um, but man, I tell you, like where I like as a kid ate butterfingers and Mountain Dew and what you know. I mean, now I'm the diet and the, the routine is what keeps me in it now. Um, compared to, I didn't have that before, so yeah. now I mean I'm very very well. Amy cooks all organic. That's a huge help just staying in it and we've talked about it before you said your biggest battle now is eating yeah you're like me you like to eat yeah um and trying to stay where he he's a stick figure he can probably eat whatever he wants i eat a cheeseburger my ass get well my ass doesn't get bigger but part of my body gets bigger i've really got to stay on top of it it was weird because like fighting for you know 14 years yeah i was always on my diet and then now i you know, I, I kind of, <laughs> I don't want, I don't even care about my diet. And it's funny, like later on, later now, you know, now that I'm getting older, I actually do care because yeah. when I do see myself in the mirror, I'm like, oh man, <laughs> my wife's going to leave me. <laughs> no, but honestly, I really do because you do feel better yeah, and you do want to hunt better and you do want to hike better. And so that's. Honestly, it, nutrition is the key, honestly. Yeah, nutrition is, I mean, that's all of it. I mean, they say, what, 65%, 70% yeah. is nutrition. And, I mean, I like to eat cookies and shit, too. But, I mean, I uh, I, I, I think, I mean, Frank, you what are you down to now? I'm down to, like, 183. You got I up to, what? I want to say, like, last year I was 200, 205-ish. Yeah. Right now. I was fluffier. I got Giardia, so that was, like, the diet to just keep. I got down to 186. I haven't weighed 186 since yeah. I was probably in seventh grade. I'm not shitting you. Yeah, that's good. Um, and now I'm right at, I weighed 202 yesterday with all my clothes on. And, but that for me at 202, I can still pack 150 pounds. I can still, um, I mean, that, that's like a happy weight and I still got a little bit to lose. I get down below that. Yeah. That's not good. I'm, I'm, I'm running on empty quite often, but I eat like a freaking horse when we go on these hunts. I mean, Jeff Lander laughs cause I, dude, I ate two boxes of Raisin Bran by noon one day and really? he was like, how do you not weigh 400 pounds? I'm like, well, dude, I don't eat like this except when I'm up here, but I haven't had Raisin Bran since last year at this time at your camp. Now I can't stop eating it. Where if Amy put that shit in the house, oh, I'll eat it. Yeah, yeah, I'll eat it. There's no doubt about it. And that maybe that's probably the problem. We're kind of unsuccessful here. <laughs> so I'm the guy that's in charge of the hunts, right? I'm like, oh, man, we're going to go out cut with Justin or whatever. Cool. We go to camp. I forgot to stop at the grocery store. So <laughs> we're like, oh, man, we'll we'll do it on the way back. Let's go hunt in the morning. Yeah. And I'll hit the grocery store when I'm when we're back. And my buddy Drew, he's he's just he's ADD pretty much and he just run, he just wants to go. Yeah. If he ain't getting in them, he's like, We're going to go after him. And I'm like, Okay, cool. So the morning hunt, we didn't get in him. He's like, Come on, we're gonna go do this one. And I'm like, Man, we didn't I didn't pack any water. <laughs> All I got is this little carry-on. I don't got a bladder. I don't have no snacks. Yeah. I don't got no 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 chew. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean anything. And my camera guys are like, "Hey, dude, you have any snacks or anything?" Like, we didn't bring anything. And Drew's like, "Come on, we're gonna go hike this." We did what first day? I think we did like eight miles on nothing. Yeah, my guys were pissed at me. I guarantee you, they were angry, and I—they were just hiking on their own. Yeah, if we would have seen elk, 
they would have never captured it because <laughs> they were so pissed off at me. <laughs> but oh, yeah, so I need to start uh, planning things a lot better, and uh, you know, it's just hard being a one man team. You know, the logistics. I was talking to Frank because we're planning our schedule next year, uh-huh. and uh, I'm like, we got to figure it out by January because it's a logistical nightmare. Because like going over with Amy the schedule. I'm like, hey, so these could change, but this is roughly what's going to happen. And, and in this case, we went from Montana to uh, British Columbia to Alberta, straight through driving. Um, How and was so, that? Uh, was that drive brutal or what? Yeah, oh yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny, Brian, on the way back, neither one of us were paying attention. We missed a turn and drove through in a blizzard over the top of these ice fields in Jasper or Banff, I can't remember, like two feet of snow pushing it. And I don't ever get nervous about, you know, I'm like, ah, we got a whole trailer full of food and whatever. But I mean, Brian, he's like, he's, he's Asian, he's doing the Asian 10 and two sucked up to the window. I mean, like eyes and he keeps flipping his brights on the dim. And finally, after about an hour of that, I'm like, man, that shit ain't helping. Just pick one. You're going to give me a migraine flicking them lights back and forth. And we, we made it, uh, you know, over, but it was, it was bad. It was bad as it gets. We're towing a trailer, but we ended up, um, you know, we towed. Uh, you know, the freezer's back full of moose. I ended up having like 480 pounds of moose meat or something. We had the elk, we had the mule deer, everything we brought back. So we've got meat for days now, but it was good. It's just logistically, I mean, it's simple things as migraine pills. I get migraines. It, it's a catastrophic event. If I get one and don't take a pill, I'm done for a day. And it's like uncontrollable vomit. It's horrible. Well, if you only bring one of those, I'm in trouble. Yeah. Um, I ended up having to go to the hospital in Montana because of my gallbladder charging for the phone, to, you know, as far as cords, simple things you just don't think about. You, you've got to be pretty cognizant, um, you know, but when you're when you're packing, luckily with in the army, you know, being deployed a good bit, um, that kind of got me prepped for it. And then uh, now I've done it so much. It's like second nature. Um, I mean, I don't know, Frank, I've been of some help to you, I think, when you've traveled out of state now as far as packing, I think. Yeah, I generally don't forget too much, but. Um, like always, I still got to pack tonight to leave tomorrow for Utah. Oh, this motherfucker is the, I mean, <laughs> you pack? Me. No. Yeah. And then he's like, Hey, Aaron, can I borrow this? Can I borrow that? Yeah. Do you mind if I, <laughs> it's not that bad, but yeah, I mean, I probably half the shit you brings mine. No, I'm just kidding. Probably. That, bad. that didn't lie. <laughs> he has all the good stuff. Oh uh, yeah. We got, I got to get another one of those shirts from you, man. I've been wearing oh, the hell out of my do? old one. Hmm? You give it away or what? No, I wear it all the time. Tell me, Frank. To tell me. him when he wants to look buff, he wears that shirt. It's yeah, got small sleeves. Buff, huh? yeah, yeah, I know I my arms one. have been shrinking. Yeah, I know my too. That's the only worst thing about losing weight. <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah. Uh, That's funny. What uh, what are you? What hunts you got coming up? Eastern Plains. Um, Eastern Plains mule deer for a rut hunt, and it sounds like I was talking to the big ginger. We're gonna go out there right just before but probably just after thanksgiving it was supposed to actually be i was supposed to go out there this week um i got a lynx hunt in bc um uh, cat hunt here um uh, mountain lion hunt here um and then probably alabama maybe texas for whitetails uh out of all those hunting with um there's just people genuinely that are fun to hunt with mm-hmm. the big ginger's funny his name's alex and he is just straight up i mean he's cut from the same cloth and the dude has probably been on, you know, 40, 50, 200 inch plus mule deer hunts. I really? mean, when it, I mean, he sends me these deer. I'm like, man, that's a hammer. He's like, yeah, it's a buck. 
It's, it's a buck. buck. It's a big fucking buck. He's yeah. like, yeah, it's like 184 or whatever, but he's got that type of caliber of deer. Um, so I'll be out there on that one. And then I'm going to try and bring uh, my daughter and Amy where they can watch from the truck um, on the stock and then put that big 600 mil and film it um, yeah. and, and see how that goes. But uh, I mean, that's the big one for me, all the other ones um, until Alabama. Um, Alabama was with Brian Broderick. He owns Lost Arrow Films, hell of a videographer, hell of a guy. And that one's fun because, uh, dude, I just get to lay straight hate on everything that walks by me. I, I'll pack that's a dozen. That's what you guys did last year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's in Alabama. And, and he gives me crap because I'm just not – I've shot a couple big whitetails. I like the meat. Those, yeah. And uh, I'm just literally like – he's laughing because I'm just dropping everything. He's like, man, you are not afraid to unleash an arrow, my friend. <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, dude, I was like, believe me, if it walks by me – and it's later in the day where the chance of seeing a buck are slim or it's just before dark. Dude, I'm shooting everything that walks by me because I, w- I want the meat. Man, that uh, salami, I mean, I don't know, Frank, would you say? Good Lord, dude, it's the best. It's like heroin. It's or got they- cheese and spices and shit, peppers. Really? Dude, it's so good. Dude, I should have got more of it. I can't. I mean, I, I gave some to Dana the other day and she didn't think she, and then she was back there double fisting it. Why? She's like, this is amazing. Really? And... uh Go ahead. Oh, no. I was it's, just going to say, yeah, it's amazing. probably better than that spam you eat, though. Man. No, and there's not much that beats spam on a tort in the backcountry. <laughs> oh, look. Dude, this, oh, man, that's spam. Let, let me ask you this. Have you had fried bologna? Fried bologna? Yeah. No. Damn, are you even brown, man? No. <laughs> <laughs> fried bologna? you never had fried bologna? I've had bologna, Jesus. man. He asked me last night. I'm telling you, Frank, it's not normal. Yeah, that's a thing, I mean, man. I'm telling I, you, it is a thing. No, well, I believe it's, it's good. a thing. Where, it's, where are you from, Pueblo? You can deep fry Pueblo. <laughs> Go down to Pueblo and ask somebody. Oh, ask the cameraman. Have you had fried bologna? Heck no. Yeah, oh, something's wrong with you guys. You're missing out. You're missing out, man. Dude, the one time Frank and I, we hiked in with a few other guys. And uh, one thing with Frank is he is dependable. He doesn't complain. Right, but he's occasionally going to do something stupid that's going to be funny. And uh, we hike, we hike in, and uh, didn't you try to cook bologna on top or spam on top of the stove? Dude, I've cooked st- spam on top of the stove, and it smokes out the entire shelter, <laughs> but he, <laughs> like a Cypress Hill concert. Really? Oh, it's bad. I yeah, you got to have something on it. But we had to go through some river crossings, and uh, he ends up burning his insole in half on the freaking stove right so he's got half an insole <laughs> smells like you know a sack Forever. of assholes oh yeah. it's horrible yeah. uh, on that trip and then that's the same trip dave ziegman knocks himself out completely getting firewood he comes back to camp his head's all bloody he's got a huge gash out of his head he was pulling out and a widow maker hit him and knocked him completely out yeah comes back and his, his beanie's full of blood but, like, but he does but he does come back with a ton of wood yeah he's like i so think i got knocked out yeah. yes. i think i got knocked out and we look at his head and there's a huge gash and just full of blood what like, do you what say the i'm hell? leaking oil fellas oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, it's all you'll have to go on some of those that's good pre-prep we were talking about because we went on a ton of fishing trips last year um to, to go on you yeah. should go on a few of those because yeah, that's what i, I want to do i definitely would love to do that because i mean because we pay i mean like amy goes so we go you know we go at a pace where she's not dying and you know those trips we're not seeing too many people i mean people don't come where and anyway, it's every cast like we don't ever stop really? i mean at a comical level because the i mean those fish don't see people right yeah. i mean they just they, they haven't been fished much so it's fun and we've got those pack rafts Although when we packed those in, dude, I think my shit weighed 90 pounds. I know Frank's did. 
we packed those things in like four miles into a lake and we had full rafts. Yeah. The fishing was good, but Jesus H, that was like 3,000 foot elevation gain with 80, 90 pounds of crap, but uh, but it was fun. Yeah. But yeah, you definitely try to go on those. That'd be something good to film too. Yeah. Like, uh, you know what I mean? I think people find well, it interesting or whatever. Cause that's, I think that relates to everybody, you know, yeah. the more common folk. Anyways, yeah, it's definitely uh, something I want to do every time I see you guys get ready to go and I'm like, dang, I need to go tag along. Yeah, no, that'd be, that'd be good. We can, we can bring the, the cameraman because I think Dana's going to go anyway because Amy and Dana they wanted to they, she's like oh bring Dana along oh, he's so. probably already invited then fuck I don't know <laughs> <laughs> oh lord well Amy was the, the lone ranger out there as the, the chick or whatever I uh, think so she I think she's ready for some female companionship yeah because uh, Frank and I run her down and then she stays and sleeps at I'm camp sure, and then yeah. fishes some so you know that's one thing I've, I've learned this year me doing a lot of club of hunting I've used your sawtooth yeah Drew got one uh, my mega tarp. Those are just like I'm not saying it because I'm here at Kafar and you're here. They yeah. are just nine day difference. They're game changers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially when it's cold, dude. I just we were in Nebraska and it was snowing and it was freezing and I literally, when that fire goes out, I'm screwed. <laughs> I'm screwed when that fire goes out. I went to my truck and started the truck up. <laughs> I ran out and I went to my truck. I was like, I'm done with this. I got to go. I got to go heat myself up. Trevor, he stayed in there like a trooper. Not me. I, 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 I'm out. I went out and I was like, screwed. My truck's there. I got the heater. Was, uh, was it last year? Is that your first backpack hunt? No. I did a couple of them, but like real, with, real yeah. backpack hunt was, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, a couple years ago. But this one. This year was uh, definitely way funner just because mm-hmm. I, I know what I'm getting myself into now. Mm-hmm. And um, if you have the right gear, I mean, it makes a lot thing. Like, shoot, I didn't even have the right boots when I first started. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, you know, it makes everything miserable, you know. Um, but, yeah, so it's definitely – gear is definitely nice. And I, the, the cylinder stove is a life changer for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially for, especially for rifle hunting, like he's saying, when it's cold. Yeah. And we were in Idaho a couple of weeks ago, man. You know, if we didn't have that, we'd been we'd be shacking up together in the same sleeping bag. Right. No I mean, homo. Uh, well, that's what I, I'm, I'm, I, I like that kind of stuff. My girl. <laughs> I that that moose hunt this year. You know, the first couple of days, I uh, that moose came out with Brian. I couldn't kill it with bow, hand him the gun, They'd kill it. No ambition to shoot it, big moose. Fast forward seven days, seven days of rain. I'm like, I'm taking the gun today. Something's going to die. Big one came out, lost it. Little one came out like a spike. I'm like, that thing crossed this river. It's going to die. And, the, and the, the guy, my buddy's like, ha, 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 ha. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not fucking around. I'll kill it. I'm like, I'm done with this weather, dude. I am done. Because yeah. it was between 28 and 34 degrees, heavy rain and, and snow. It's miserable. Yeah. The entire time. And every night, which was nice, we got to come back to like a, um, you know, an outfitter cabin, start the fire, dry everything out, fried one of my cameras. Um, it was just miserable. And the, and the weather for me, if, if I have a, um, like kryptonite, it's rain, cold. Well, not rain, cold. I can only be cold. I lose the feeling in my fingers. I have rain odds. And so it gets to a certain point, I'll make it. But when I'm not having any fun, that's, I mean, I got to have fun. It's just, you know, suffering to well, suffer that's sucks. That's kind of good to hear because I just kind of always thought you were like, 
not human. <laughs> At the time, I was like, God, how does he do this all the time? Well, and I, I mean, that's the thing. It takes a lot for me to, like that moose hunt, I was having fun until that day. And I was like, I'm going to bring the gun today. Something. And with the gun, it's a little, obviously, it's a little different than with a bow where I can be more realistic. Well, something probably is going to die that day. But it, it doing back to back to back to back backpack hunts, I don't think people realize. Guys are like, oh, you're so lucky. And I am very lucky. Yeah. But it takes one, I've, I've, my entire life literally has been catered around. I lived in a one bedroom condo or apartment for years. I have no nice vehicles. I have a cool life. I get to hunt a lot, but, um, you know, most people either haven't structured their life around it, can't mentally handle staying on the ground for that long or backpacking in. And, and I'm not complaining cause I love it, but it certainly takes a, a certain amount of commitment. And that's one thing. It's like hard to find a guy like Frank. Frank can do it. Most people can't, yeah. um, they just flat out can't stay in the woods for that long. Um, and, and it is fun and I, again though, but you gotta be prepared to give up some serious creature comforts. I've been married three times now. I'm a good guy, but I'm gone all the time. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, it definitely takes some sacrifice, which how's your wife handling uh, all this? It's, it's tough. It's, <laughs> you know, like, especially like right now, like speaking of that, like we literally, my wife been wanting a bigger house, bigger house. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, find a house. Let's see it. Take a look at it. Well, she found it. Of course we live up in Conifer. Yeah. I want acreage so I can shoot my bow, do whatever piss off the deck whatever you know i don't want neighbors see she, we found a place put an offer in we had to sell our place mm-hmm. went to the inspection on the new house the wells cracked everything the guy doesn't want to fix it i mean that's like a thirty thousand yeah. dollar fix right there I mean, yeah i'm not doing it right yeah. so we walked away from that we were homeless yeah you know we're out at the end of the month so we've been trying to scramble i'm trying to go hunt i'm yeah. trying to go do this uh, I'm trying to take fighters to UFC fights, and, <laughs> and I'm gone, and and plus raise a daughter at the same time, you know. Yeah. And, uh, so, but it, it's hard. We luckily we found a house. We get a move in uh, end of the month, and that's cool. Um, you know, I'm, of course, I'm gone for Justin's fight. Yeah. So she has to deal with that. You know, luckily her her folks are around to help her and. You hiring movers? Hiring movers. See, yeah. I'd say, hey, man, I'll give you a hand, but I hate moving. <laughs> yeah, we're well, hiring movers. Yeah, <laughs> I'm done. So hopefully, you know, it all works out. But um, yeah, it's good. It's definitely that part has been actually the hardest part. Like before, I, even I had a kid. Yeah. I would just leave and I was cool. I'd see, see it. Yeah. I'm out. But now it's just like way different, way harder. Like, do I have a babysitter for her now? Or I'm thinking, like, can I put her in the in my pack? <laughs> I, dude, I tell you, uh, Kaylee, my daughter, who's, yeah. she's actually she wants to come down and fight. Um, she likes scrapping. Yeah, um, bring her down. That's why I told her I'm like Kaylee because she's gotten too big now. Where because uh, I had, I had I've since birth trained her in jujitsu, right? Just uh-huh. screwing around and we you know, but. You know, she you learn that at a young age, and it's fun to play. And then later on, a kidney shot's not that fun from a 145-pound 16-year-old kid, right? Um, you know what I mean? And she's learned uh, a lot of arm locks. And so now, you know, I'll be sitting there, and she'll be acting like she's loving on me, and then she'll all of a sudden get me in a wrist lock and just reef on it. And I'm like, Kaylee, you're strong enough to break it now, right? Yep. Like the other day or the other time she was here, she, I was just kind of laying like this, and she reached through and just – put that thing in her armpit. And I was like, I mean, it dropped me. I'm like 16 year old kid. I'm like, Kaylee, that is not funny. She thinks it's funny as hell. Right. Yep. But, uh, 
I mean, that's, I've had to drag that poor kid everywhere. Cause that's always just been me. Yeah. Um, you know, since the divorce, since she was five, um, and I've joint custody. So my thing was like, I'll just take her, right. Yeah. I'll take her. So she's been a shed hunting, shooting. I mean, that kid, I'm seven years old. I remember I got photos of her behind a spotting scope as I'm shooting 80 yards, blowing on those dandelion things. That kid, she's, it's got amazing patience and she's, she's been great. I can't say enough about her, but I mean, now she's getting older. We still have a great relationship. She's had some issues with her mom. Obviously she's found boys, yeah. um, which I've been fairly calm about. Other day, I, I told her she needed to date a manlier man. Yeah, uh, no long hair guys. Well, uh, she's dating some dude plays like the tuba or something. Yeah, no long hair guys. You can trust them. She's dating like a musician. I'm like, Kaylee, come on. You can't find a manlier guy than that? He's cool, Dad. I'm like, he plays a tuba. For God's sake, honey. Can't you find somebody who plays football or something? But, I know. You say that, but then at the end of the day, you just want him to treat Be happy. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. I'm the same way. I'm like, damn. I t- my daughter's with me every day in the morning. Yeah. She's in the gym with me. Yeah. She gets it. She knows how to punch it. She's two. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, damn, what am I developing here? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, well, she'll, she'll beat a guy's ass. It doesn't yeah, treat her right. Yeah, that's the truth, so, right? That's yeah. the only bonus of the whole thing. Or, and her dad's. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Lord. Well, we, we should probably wrap this up mostly because uh, I blew off half my morning of shit I was supposed to do, and uh, I need, I have to do it now in the afternoon. But, uh, man, it was good having you on. We'll definitely have to have you on a bunch more, and hopefully we'll be able to go hunt together at some point. Well, let's plan on December. Let's go. I just what's that, What happens in December? Uh, whitetail, muley, whatever you no, want. Where at, though? Nebraska. It's like three and a half hours from here. Oh, yeah. No, I'll go. Um, I've been out there um, on in western uh nebraska several times out by um dalton uh not too yep, far from yep. the cabela's yep yeah, that's Sydney like a, yeah it's colder than the weather's ass in january yep. but it is fun out there but no i'll go i don't even have to hunt i'll just talk shit to you guys and take oh, photos you can hunt. Dude, there's and that's the thing about nebraska it's, it's kind of cool i think you can go right into walmart grab a tag yeah. for whatever you want Dude, when i was out there i was buying the tags on my phone yep. and then printing them out when i got back to the to the people's houses we were staying at uh because there was it was unlimited dough at the time when i was there for uh for whitetail does yep um and you could shoot a mule deer or a, a whitetail where i was at uh buck so yeah hell yeah no frank what do you think i'm in and yeah, is I'm that gun or bow year. i'm going this year i heard that yeah. last year <laughs> is that gun or bow both oh no kidding or yeah. either or either or yeah Oh, I'll be dropping. Don't put a gun in my hand. Yeah, I'll black out. You know, I, I'm 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 gun ho on my bow, man. I'm stuck. In, I'm sticking it out with my bow this year. You just ground blind hunt them. Both. Gotcha. Spot and stock. Yeah. In those canyons, you can do uh, a lot of spot and stock. Muleys, yeah. Muleys. Yeah. Whitetail's yeah. a little different, but um, those muleys you can pretty much spot and stock those babies. No, I let's plan on it. I'll definitely it's do cold, that. It's cold though. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I mean, if you're, it's like what we did. We drove around in the truck a yeah, lot, spotted spot from, and yeah, get out, yeah, yeah. That's you have to because you got to get back in the truck to warm your hands out. Yeah, it's brutal, brutal. Yeah, that's one of the first times I had a ripcord arrow rest snap off when it hit the launcher or hit the it's riser. Frozen? Shit snuck back in my face. No, I had a QAD freeze solid in Kansas. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean, where it wouldn't yep. move. Uh, that cold weather, man, that definitely is a game changer on gear where you learn what's going to make it and what's not. Yep. Um, and in that case. It was so cold that polycarp, whatever that launcher's made of, when it smacked down and hit the riser, shit shot up, hit me in the face. I didn't know what was going on. Went to reload a second arrow. There was no launcher. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> Lucky the first shot was good, but yeah, it was crazy. But yeah, we'll <laughs> definitely crazy. have to do that. Yeah, let's let's plan on it. Uh, 
Maybe we can kill something for me. <laughs> Maybe I can actually learn something from y'all. But yeah, so it'll it'll be good. It'll yeah, be fun. No, it looks good, man. Cool. All right, man. Well, shit. Yeah, we'll have you on soon enough. Thanks for coming on. All right. Thanks for having me. Yeah.